Food has a way of connecting people. It's like a universal language of some sort. And for Ana Gonzalez, who is our guest artist for this week, she found her niche in food illustration. It became a reflection and representation of her life, heritage and experiences, and sense of purpose. So what does it mean to find your niche? And how do you find it? In this episode, Anna talks about incorporating your personality experiences in your artworks, creating a palette in your head as part of your creative process, how to remain curious and to be keen with the details to level up your art style, translate your gastronomical experience onto paper, how to create an experience for your audience through food color, palette, texture, and shapes, and key actionable steps to overcome art obstacles. If you want to be part of the conversation, then send in your questions and topics you want us to cover to hello at etcherlab.com. What better way to celebrate the love month than writing love letters? Yes, you got it right. This love month, we are celebrating with our community by reading your art love letters here on the podcast. So in the spirit of love and sharing, head on over to etcherlab.com slash artloveletter and submit your messages to your favorite artist. We are so excited and can't wait to read all of them. In this week's art love letter, we're reading a letter from Marius to artist Ian DeJesus. She wrote, Thank you, Sir Ian, for the class on ink illustrations with gold accents. That made me fall in love more with inking. I have made a series of floral ink and wash, and they are relaxing for me to do. Thank you, and may you be happier, healthier, and with a deep sense of positive well-being. Love, Marys. Hey, this is Jessie from Etcher. We believe in your power to create, so we invited artists from all around the globe to inspire you to keep on creating. Join us in this journey and let's celebrate creativity. This is Make More Art, the podcast. I think it's a long story because um, I'm recalling it all started on fourth grade, you know. Um, I started like sketching. I used to love sketching cities. Um, I always uh, traveled with my family when we had the opportunity and you know, I just like to sketch just with pencil or with pen, like houses. And even my friends from, you know, from that time, remember me as a person that always was sketching on classes. Like, literally, we were, you know, in math classes, math or science, and I was listening to the class, but I was sketching. And since then, yeah, since then, um, I took art classes, but they were not uh, focused on watercolors. They were more into pastels or um, whatever, color pencils. Uh Um, But later, you know, I, you know, life goes by and then I went to college and then I stopped like my my art hobby because you know I was more focused on school and later when I went to graduate school you know I was feeling a little bit stressed and um, I was researching a lot and presenting projects and everything related with with my career that I was starting to feeling a little bit overwhelmed with you know with all this like pressure Mm -hmm. and I start like painting 
and I was inspired by other artists on 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 social media. And you know, I was like following many watercolor, botanical artists, and landscaping and urban sketching. And I was truly inspired. I don't know, it was like a feeling in my heart of wow, I really want to start learning something new because I missed my my art hobby. And yeah, so I start painting, and as you can so. Uh, see, um, there were like different uh, backgrounds that I have into, you know, landscaping and flowers, but food illustration really come after all these. It was mm-hmm. not like my my first niche, you know. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was I was amazed with with how you transition because I saw like what I said offline mm-hmm. when we were, we were chatting that you started, it's so different. Like comparing your first post, that was back in 2018, if I'm not mistaken. Was that your? Yeah. That was mm-hmm. around 2018, right? Yeah, I think it was, yeah, 2018, yes. Yeah. And uh, that was, it, it's so different from the look mm-hmm. and feel and style that you have now mm-hmm. uh, doing food mm-hmm. illustration. But let's just go back quickly to when you started. So that you mentioned when you were yes. kids, you love cities, right? Because you travel mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's that's the influence on of this style of the subjects that you were painting at the start, mm-hmm. right? And with mm-hmm. the colors, mm-hmm. so you, I, I see, I saw a lot of um, like blues, purples. Was that intentional or was? Any reason why you were drawn to those colors at the beginning? You know, they they are my favorite colors. I love, you know, those like color palettes mm-hmm. between light blues and lilacs and, you know, um, but I'm truly, I think I'm a very observer person. So I really, I don't know, I can just sit down and observe a building, a flower, you know, um, you know, uh, a, a plate with food. And I just start like observing, you know, the colors, where are the lights, the composition. And I just like create myself a palette in my head. Like, you oh, know, wow. I, I just, yeah, I don't know how it, how it happened, but it's like, like a mental thing I don't know and then I put that into paper that's like the like my creative process <laughs> that's a really good tip being observant because I, I noticed that mm-hmm. for most artists that we've had on was that they they look at something and they try to yeah. zoom in which is pretty much what you did mm-hmm. look at it but mm-hmm. then what you did differently is to transform it in your mind and create a palette. Like you picked out the colors in your mind and then translate it onto paper, which is, I'm sure, from exactly. what I've seen in your live demo, that's exactly what you did um, when you broke it down. Yeah. yeah, the way that the colors were broken down as you were sharing it on the live demo was really informative. Mm-hmm. So you started with uh, sketching and doing watercolor for cityscapes. Now, mm-hmm. I, I think mm-hmm. I've also 
seen several landscapes, and then you mentioned flowers as well. So, how mm-hmm, long mm-hmm. did you did it take for you to transition to from one subject? Because that's that's what I've seen. You you were focused on one, and then yes. you transitioned to another, and then finally you found food illustration mm-hmm. in your niche. We'll get to that in a bit, but I just would like to yeah. our audience to understand or probably get some mm-hmm. you know process flow or process yeah. yeah on how you transition from one from one subject to another you know i think uh all the the pictures you saw are like a representation of what was going on on my life at that time um you know i when i was 19 i moved to the u.s for you know, for starting college there. And I lived a lot of experiences there, um, mainly, you know, traveling and getting to know people. And those people, like, um, give me the opportunity to travel with them as well and to know more about the American culture. And something I really cherished from that time was seeing landscape really I again I was a truly observant and I am a very curious person so I always like to to see details and I think it's something that characterizes a lot my of my illustrations and they are very detailed so and when I, I remember when I was traveling around the U.S. I went to small towns to big cities and there is like a different style in the architectures and, and how houses were built, like for example, in the historical sites and then, you know, in more modern cities. So that contrast helped me to, to you know, memorize some, some things or some details of what I portrayed on, on my illustrations. And as well as flowers, and you know, I went a lot to to hiking and mountains, and you know, I I really love being outdoors. So I think those experiences helped me to portray that into my paintings. That's beautiful, and they do tell a story of your. If now it makes more sense after hearing you talk about how you incorporate mm-hmm. your life experiences into your work of art. So it's like yeah. art imitating life of some sort. But that's a great way to <laughs> yeah. capture the moments of your life, uh, your travels, the culture, you mm-hmm. moving from Mexico to the U.S. And yeah. yes. all those experiences. That's really a good tip for someone who is experiencing, I don't know what to paint. That's one way yeah. to do mm-hmm. it. So thank you mm-hmm. for, for sharing that, Anna. Mm-hmm. Now, I did see in one of your posts when you were trying, when you were starting out doing food illustration, because I saw Mm -hmm. that there's the switch. And then you did mention there that I really wanted to do realistic illustrations. So I'm going to keep on practicing. Not, it's not verbatim, but I think that was the the thought for that post. Yeah. What made you (laughs) go and switch to realistic food illustration? I, I think I didn't mention uh, I am a clinical nutritionist, so I think my career in, involves food 
in in all ways like you know cooking and talking about food how to achieve you know healthy habits and and everything related with nutrition but something i truly love is cooking and baking and there was uh, a time when i was uh, living alone again in the us that I, by myself, I took initiative and started cooking because when I uh, went there, I didn't know anything about preparation, cooking. I, I don't know. I was like really blind on, on that side and I start liking it. And when I returned home, I, you know, I was really into cooking So that opened me the possibility to learn more about, you know, how food is composed, but also, again, as an observer and curious person, I like to see how any, you know, from any kind of plate to uh, bread or any pastry, I like to see how, how it's composed, you know, how where are the shades, where are the, where is the lighting, uh, how, how when you see something, you can tell it's crispy, it's uh, juicy, and all those characteristics, I, I was thinking, wow, how can I give the same essence of, a, you know, a real food into paper so I started like seeing a lot of food photography or from my own cooking how can I you know put that on paper so I started practicing and as you can see there's been a lot of process because when I go back and see my first food illustrations they are like you know like beginner kind of uh quality but at the same time you can tell it's yummy but when I pro when you can see the progress of every illustration it gets more into the realistic part of the food I don't know if, if I explain myself but yeah it's been quite a journey <laughs> no you did and and that's really it's a really great way of explaining the process mm -hmm. of you transitioning to realistic food illustration and i also like the fact that you acknowledge that it wasn't like 24 hours like overnight that you mm -hmm. managed to achieve the kind of detailed work that mm -hmm. you have now with food and i, I also yeah. read i also read i saw that picture of you holding your was that a diploma or a certificate that you did uh the yeah clinical nutrition i was like oh wow this guy yeah. was that the really the reason why she transitioned to food because what she does in your career is involves food a lot and mm -hmm. also coming from mexico mexico i know you have like an amazing you know plethora of dishes the culture is rich spices and all so yeah i would imagine mm -hmm. that you have like in an array of inspiration um yeah Of what to paint but what's interesting as well is that you did learn to cook when you moved to the u.s is that right yes not mm -hmm. in mexico wow that's that's surprising no. i would imagine everyone from mexico are really good at in the kitchen and they like can create so okay uh, i would like to give our audience a fun fact question so what yes. was the first 
probably and probably they will check this on your Instagram but maybe it's not there I don't know but you can tell us oh, Anna what was the first yeah. food that you illustrated the very uh, first if you can remember oh the first one um and why yeah I don't have my phone here to see but I I think the first one was um like a panna cotta or panna it was like a flan oh. okay and it has strawberries and the syrup I, I remember I think it was the first one And I illustrate that one because, um, you know, my from my mom's side, um, we have an Italian Italian heritage. Yeah. So I really like Italian food, and for me, Italian desserts are like just amazing. <laughs> and you know, I was like, well. I want to illustrate something, you know, representative. And yeah, that was like, I see like a photography. I really like to see food photography. I think it's amazing how, you know, artists on, on that like um, panorama, they put like their props and how they did the food to see it more appetizing. So yeah, I remember seeing that and I was like, yeah, I want to start now and I want to paint that. I don't know. Okay. I yeah, I remember that. It was it was awesome. <laughs> It that's that's great, Anna. And I, I I asked you that question because from there I can actually tell that see from for every painting that you create, especially with food, there's a story behind it. And you can vividly remember that it yeah. was kind of and you had a story you had the story that Italian dessert from your mom's side. Exactly. You know? yes. So it's it's like mm-hmm. it's more than just an illustration. And you also nailed it when you said that you would like your audience to have that experience as well. When yeah, you're, when you're exactly. playing, if it's from the photograph, it looks so juicy and sweet and yummy. It could be hot or cold food or mm-hmm. like savory, and you want that experience. Yes. You want to impart that experience to your mm-hmm. audience. So that's really mm-hmm. a great way. And I think that translates as well in your workshops. So yeah, let's talk about teaching because mm-hmm. you just had your live demo with us. Take me through what was the thought process when Etra first approached you to teach with us? Was it something <gasps> that, yeah. oh, I'm going to teach? Or was it like, was it something that you've already thought of doing prior to Etra reaching out to you to, uh, to teach with us? Uh, well, first of all, I was stunned. I was like, what? Wow. I was like, you know, I I, I received, uh, you know, a direct message about, you know, inviting me to, to be with you guys. And I, I was like shouting. I told my husband, I was like, wow, I'm going to teach. I am so excited. But again, I was uh, a little bit nervous uh, at the same time because, um, I have experienced teaching, but not in art. I was, you know, more, I have more teaching skills uh, on my career. But I think what I like about teaching overall is that I have that thoughtful and approachable, like, mindset. And also I have patience. So I was like, yeah, I want I want to teach art. And that and actually was something, a goal for me. Uh, on all this in this journey and 
I think when I teach, I really like uh, that students, you know, think that they can do even better than me. You know, I'm a teacher, but I am transmitting you my knowledge and you can do it even better. You know, mm -hmm. like you can learn from me, but if you practice and if you get committed with uh, this sensation of, you know, I'm going to start something and this person is like letting me know their all their tips and techniques, Mm -hmm. I always tell my, you know, the students that they can improve and that they can put their own style to it. Like they don't have to like be the same as me, you know, and that's the beautiful thing because every painting that they did in that class was truly unique and it can speak from them. Like, you know, I made that, I made that orange, but you know, Anna has her own style And I took her like knowledge and put it in my own style. And mm -hmm. I think that's what makes uh, an artwork truly unique. I love that. I love that. And I had no idea that you, that you were also teaching, but didn't teach art. Because I, I was watching your live demo earlier. I had watched it prior, but I watched it. It's like, yes. It was really good. And I, I like, like what I said earlier, when you there's a breakdown of how the colors um the layering and it was it was very informative yes. so i know that you will be doing the live demo with us and as a teacher i i also like that you put you that your yourself from a position that you would want your audience to move forward with the knowledge that they will be getting mm -hmm. from you so it's like a mm -hmm. knowledge transfer skill transfer but at the same time you are ushering them to be better and to discover their own style. So which is, you know, yes. that makes me so excited for your mini workshop because that the, they will have more time with you to learn from you. So can you share a little bit mm -hmm. more about what you will be doing uh, for your mini workshop? Yeah, well, on the mini workshop, I will be uh, teaching how to paint a meal wine. It's like, a, I don't know if you want to see like uh, yeah, the yeah, illustration absolutely. or you just get, Yeah, well, yeah, I have it here. It's um, <laughs> it's a, uh, a glass cup. Okay. Yeah, it's a milled wine, and uh, we are going to learn how to compose everything in like an illustration. You know, like putting shadows, dimension, uh, also an introduction to painting glass, and how to give those realistic reflections in food and in the cup of the of the cider and I think it's a good opportunity for all the students to you know take this as a challenge and step out of your comfort zone I I think if you are a beginner it looks a little bit intimidating mm -hmm. but you know give it a try I I think sometimes our works have to be a little bit difficult for you to say you know yeah Let's take this like a, like a challenge, <laughs> challenge, you know. Yeah. And uh, at the same time, you know, you don't have to get the same like illustration as I painted. You can put it your own style, but learning, you know, the the proper techniques and the mm -hmm. essential uh, techniques of watercolor. So that's like the key point of of 
of the class to, to learn it and to put in your own style. Oh my, I'm, I'm excited because you just mentioned several things that they will be learning and specifically like mm-hmm. how to make glass because I think it's quite tricky. And when I look at the cider, absolutely yeah. right. As let's say, I, I don't do all, I, I think I've painted or illustrated one or two like cakes and a pie. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was kind of intimidating at first it wasn't started so when i look at yes. the cider i saw that it's a glass and then you have the cider mm-hmm. like ah this is gonna be interesting and yes. uh, so i'm I myself is really excited to learn from you on how you will be able to show us how to, to teach us how to paint glass yeah those mm-hmm. elements within the cup so it's, mm-hmm. it's going to be an amazing workshop. And do you have the, the date for when your workshop will be? The mini workshop? Yeah, the, the mini workshop will be on February 27th. Oh, and okay. I think it will be, yeah, it's in two weeks. And I think, I don't remember, but I think it's 2 p.m. Eastern time. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find on nature already the converted like time uh, for every for every time zone you are, but yeah, it's February 27th, Sunday. Okay, that's great. And we will be adding that as well in the description, the link in the description on the show notes. But if you are listening or tuned into this episode, this is coming out next week as of this recording. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. is going to be February 14th, Valentine's Day. And yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's going to be... Uh, yeah, you'll be listening to this. It's your Valentine treat. And I'm sure you're going to get hungry yeah. while we talk about food. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I'm sure you're also <laughs> excited to learn from Anna. There's something about food. I, I interviewed several food illustrate food illustrators on the podcast. And you guys have different takes on, on why you paint uh, food. Yeah. And uh, for you, it's in line with your career, which is clinical nutritionist. And at the same time, your heritage and your culture. Yeah. It's all, it's all about. <laughs> what would you say would be um, one is most favorite food subject that you like to paint over and over? And at the same time, biggest influence, I guess, for food illustration? Well, you know, I am really into pastry illustration and drinks. I truly Uh, love Mm -hmm. uh, to paint glass Mm -hmm. because it's challenging, but at the same time, really fun because you have to be really careful in, you know, painting those glass reflections and also expressing uh, like drink you you Mm -hmm. want to, to paint, you know, and also pastries because I don't know. They are so delicious. <laughs> like, uh, I follow many chefs and they have like those gourmet kind of style pastries. But again, like I love to capture, uh, you know, that, that fluffiness, that crispiness of different types of, of pastries, you know, from I think I have uh, an image of a croissant mm-hmm. and, you know, you can see it's, it looks like flaky and crispy and you know it's it's just like the way how to represent every kind of pastry in by their own characteristics you know and i think my biggest inspiration is um my mom 
because mm -hmm. she, when I was a little girl, she taught me somehow to, to cook. However, I wasn't that into it. But what I really love about her is that she, she loved to make pastries and cakes. She took certifications and she opened her, her business, her pastry wow. business. So yeah, like she decored um, wedding cakes and, mm. and wow. she did like, you know, the, I don't, I don't know how you call it. Like when you do like flowers with fondant and, and all the beautiful stuff. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> she, she was doing that for, ooh, for many years. Mm -hmm. And I got inspired by her as well, because I was like, wow, I can, I, I really know, I don't know how, how her creative process was, but what she had here, she transmitted in, in those beautiful cakes. And I was really stunned. And I think that's where my inspiration comes from. I love that story. So it's your mom yeah. and her creativity. It's yeah, my like mom. It runs in the family as well, Anna. And I'm glad that you share that because I, I know we all have different influences, influencers in our lives. Yeah. But <laughs> yes. It's, it's about uh, transient, not really copying. It's more of like mm -hmm. being inspired by exactly. mm -hmm. yeah, the people who we believe would be is a good influence or mm -hmm. a good, you know, um, source of inspiration. And for you, it's your mom. Yes. And your mom does the decorative aspect of it, but mm -hmm. you are on the recipe side and how to make it. And I'm sure yeah, exactly because that's, that's your line. Yeah. Of okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, you did, you did mention two things earlier at the start of our mm -hmm. episode that yeah, I think sets you apart as an artist. I'm sure other artists have also this qualities Wherein you said that you are very observant and you mm -hmm. are curious. I believe those two mm -hmm. characteristics as of an artist really pays off uh, every time that you start to look at something and then you translate. Yeah. So for anyone mm -hmm. who's listening to, to this episode, Anna, and I know yes. you did mention that when you started to when you started thinking about teaching art, there was a slight, you know nervousness at the thought of it but you did so well with the live and hearing you talk about what you will be doing for the mini workshop I think that your that the audience or the students who will be signing up or have already signed up will definitely benefit a lot but if there are yeah. probably any any tips and tricks that you can share with anyone who one would like to start their art journey second someone who is thinking of doing realistic illustration because that sometimes mm -hmm. can be very intimidating what would be your yeah. pieces of advice or golden nuggets for them I think first of all there are like two key points here to consider um, you have to be involved and you know when people say this word probably they are thinking, oh, well, yeah, I have to be committed and, you know, start practicing. Well, yes, but also being involved is to get to know that niche you want to, to start practicing. And by knowing that niche, 
and meaning, you know, get to know people, you know, if you like food illustration, if you like urban sketching, botanicals, uh, pet portraits, which I think it's a really trendy thing right now, you know, get to know a community, you know, mm. where they can uh, give you tips, where they can inf uh, influence you to, to do, to start practicing and to do better every time. Because when you start like an art journey, or if you are already, um, you know, a freelancer, or as you say, if you're starting as a student, sometimes you feel like alone if you don't have people that share the same like passions you have mm -hmm. in, in the art scene. And it's truly important to, you know, to be organized and consistent and to build that supportive community because there are lots of artists out there that they share their experiences, they love teaching. And I'm sure if you reach them, as I did like four years ago, they told me, oh yeah, you can do this and you can see pictures or you can go to Pinterest and you know look for inspiration. Even though it seems like, and truly or not, all these like little advices help mm -hmm. me to, to be here. And then, you know, for those people that inspire me, now I can inspire the, the students or the people that are coming, you know, uh, right now. And that's truly important. And I think those key points I mentioned are something that you really have to, to keep inside you. And sometimes there are, you know, it's not easy. There are times where you like have those mental blocks mm -hmm. or when you just don't feel today like practicing mm -hmm. or you feel like one day, you know, I'm not good at it and that's okay. You can feel it. But I truly always say to, to people that ask me, you know, you have to be committed and practice 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 every day because as you can tell I started from you know the bottom and it was not as today and you can see all that progress and keep your paintings and you will see that progress and one day you will say wow look everything I have you know done and created and now I'm here and yeah you will feel really really better it's it's just how you capture those moments and you put them in, in, in your progress, you know, in your progression as an artist. And that's for me, success, you know, in how you transform yourself every day within your art. Beautiful and beautifully said, uh, Anna. Thank you for sharing your journey with us, especially on social media. And sometimes it can be for, for someone who's starting out and when you're following an artist, right? And you yeah. see all these beautiful paintings and well put mm -hmm. out, uh, pull out work of ours. It can be intimidating in a way that if you're not at that point, you might think that I'm not getting anywhere. Yeah. There's no progress. But what you just shared with us is so beautiful and profound that, you know, you can start small and then all you have to do, like, like mm -hmm. is practice, 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 stay committed. And I also love when yes. you said be involved. The commitment mm -hmm. is one thing, but really being involved with the type of niche that you really want to mm -hmm. pursue, just like what you did. Food, 
I mean, yes. you you changed from from landscape to cityscapes, and you did a little bit of florals, and then now it's all food illustrations and mm-hmm. your commitment to really enhance your 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 skills and to level up really paid off all these years and now you're teaching with us and sharing what you have learned <laughs> yeah we're pretty excited and thank you Anna again for being on the show I had a great oh, time chatting so with much. you um, me too knowing that you know who your influencers are uh, your mom and you know how you get to this point of food illustration it's it's yes. really a beautiful mm-hmm. journey and i'm sure for, for anyone who listen listen will be listening to this episode will also be inspired to really take on that journey and not give up so anna thank you so much and we look okay. forward to your workshop thank you february 27th at yes 27 27 okay i think it's a- 27th Sunday, Sunday, Sunday 27th, February. All yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll add in the, the link on the show notes as well for you to check. But this is coming out on Valentine's Day. So happy Valentine's Day, Anna. Yeah. And, uh, what a great um, day to talk about food. <laughs> yes, I'm sure a lot, I'm sure a lot yeah. of people will have like desserts and pastries and whatnot and cakes and yes, all that. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Beautifully, yeah. beautifully made. So maybe you can pick one yeah. of them and paint them and uh, subscribe to Anna's mini workshop and you'll get the techniques on how to do just that. Thank you, Anna, for being on the show. Please stay safe and continue inspiring us. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. This conversation with Anna reminded me of how important it is to be intentional in everything that we do and to remain curious as part of our growth. Whether it's art or any facet of your life, finding your niche and purpose is a journey that all of us should savor. So tell us what you think about this episode and don't forget to write to your favorite artist through etrolab.com slash artloveletter and we'll read them up here on the podcast. Catch the show notes at etrolab.com slash Anna. We would love to hear your thoughts, so please drop us a five-star review on the Apple podcast or you can find us on YouTube at Etro Studio. And oh, hitting the subscribe button is greatly appreciated. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll catch you again next time. Until then, let's make more art.